Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. Thanks for joining me today. I'm at home in one of the upstairs rooms in my house with my Bible open to Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 26, where it says this, But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Now this passage really explains the gospel and how it works. It's one thing to say, Jesus died on a cross for my sins. But it's helpful to get the deeper explanation as to why that was necessary, not from our perspective, but from God's. From our side, we know that our sin created a debt that separated us from God. But why blood? Why death? I've often thought it would be so strange to be like an alien or someone who had just shown up at a church after a lifetime on a desert island without any context, to walk into the church and to see a bunch of people joyfully singing about the blood. There's power in the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And the particularly gruesome, there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. What would you think? What would that person think? You think this must be just a crazy group of happy cannibals or something. What is this? This is insane. But if one is to understand the forgiveness of sins that comes with faith and repentance, or really just to understand Christianity, period, one must understand that it is all about substitution, one life substituted for another. This substitution is worked out in two ways. Jesus' life was substituted for my life on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. And then the other way is that his life is also substituted for my life as he lives in me, that I might now live a righteous and victorious life. You know, when we talked about fruitfulness, we saw that there is only one fruitful life, and that is Christ living in me and through me. Galatians 2.20 says that I have been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. This life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. God doesn't want to improve me. He wants to replace me. And it's the same principle that applies to Jesus' death on the cross. In Romans 3 that we were reading before, in verses 21 through 23, it says that there is a righteousness from God that is totally separated from observing the law. That is, it's separated from doing good works. 
And because I'm no different than anybody else, that my sin separated me from God, I can never relate to God on the basis of my own righteousness, of my own works. The chasm of separation between me and God could never be bridged by my own good works. So there, in verse 24, it says that God did two amazing things. That first, He redeemed us. That is, He bought us with His own life. There was a price to pay for my life that I couldn't pay. And Jesus paid it, giving His life for mine. And secondly, it says that we have been justified by His grace. Now, justification is one of those Bible words that's not always fully appreciated. Justification is more than forgiveness. It's to be declared righteous as if I had never sinned. It's a declaration of righteousness from God that has been bestowed upon me by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. To be justified is to say that there is no record of any sin committed by me at any time. It's not like God just looks away, but it's like a judge saying there was never a crime. Do you see how remarkable that is? God did everything. Jesus purchased my salvation. I simply receive it as a gift by faith. Some might say, well, that's cheap grace. Nothing could be further from the truth. My salvation your salvation cost God everything. That's what verse 25 is saying when it says, Jesus became the sacrifice of atonement. He became my sin. Grace is free to me, but not to God. I love the acronym of grace, G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. But why did God put himself through this? If he wanted to forgive sins, why didn't he just waive the penalty? He is God, after all. But this was God's dilemma. God is love, and God is just, and God is holy. He loves us, yet he sees our sin. We know instinctually that it's wrong to just let a murderer go and say, Hey, I love you. It's all good. So how, do, how did he solve this dilemma? Now, this is amazing. This is why the Bible couldn't have been just made up by a bunch of guys. The penalty of sin was not waived. The just punishment for every sin was meted out, but not to me, to Jesus. In so doing, he remains just for dealing with sin. He expresses his love perfectly by giving himself And he makes a way for sinful man to have fellowship with a holy God by substituting the righteous life of Jesus for ours. In so doing, he is both just and the justifier, it says in verse 26. This is so profound and a reminder to to many of us. Some of us have been believers for a long time. And it's good to be reminded and to appreciate the grace of God and what he did on our behalf. For those who who struggle on this treadmill of of confess sin, confess sin, and just struggle with this idea, how do I find victory? Does God forgive me? 
for my continual shortcomings, it's good to have this foundation and understanding of the blood of Jesus and the basis by which we were forgiven. And we're going to go into that more um, in the coming podcasts. But today, I hope that we'll just take the time right now just to worship the Lord, to come into his presence, to spend some time in prayer, and just worship and thank God and appreciate anew the grace of God that he has bestowed upon us, his riches at Christ's expense. God is good. He's just. He's holy. He loves us. And he demonstrated that love in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen.